Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour, and I'm here. Ah, I'm already fucking up again. How many times am I going to fuck this up every time? I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm taking, no, no, Alex. I'm going to take I'm the sorry. baton. I'm taking the baton. <laughs> Who are you? What's your name? Uh, Alexander Volts. Okay. And today we are listening to Devo. 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 What do you think? We Are we men? Are we, are we not men? We are Devo. We are Devo. That's, That's what we think about Devo. Uh, <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. So before we go into it, uh, on this show, every episode we choose one artist, we listen to their entire discography, and then we each pick our personal favorite and least favorite album, as well as what we personally believe are their objective best and worst albums. Uh, it's a lot of albums. It's a lot of music. Uh, you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I was a little hesitant in the first couple episodes. I was a little intimidated. I'm okay with it. I'm still a little intimidated. I, I worry about uh, listening to new music now because of this. I, you don't want to cram. You know, it's, it's like your your brain has a, a limited capacity, so you don't want to push out any of the music we're, we're studying for yes. in favor of some you know potentially good other nonsensical music Yes, or, so, or something. Uh, anyway... Uh, if you have any suggestions or anything like that, any comments, any bands you want us to argue about, feel free to send any of that to uh, every album ever at Gmail, and uh, we will probably get to it, or maybe not. There's a, a million. Turns out there's a lot of music in the world. Yes, and the uh, we also set some prerequisites, like if a band's still recording. So yeah, that's made it interesting. The uh, the bands we have coming up for you guys i think yeah I, we're trying to mix it up our first episode was uh, electric light orchestra second episode was merciful fate now it's devo uh we're we're going all over the place we're gonna get some hip-hop in there we're gonna get some fucking i guess that's it <laughs> uh just the four types of music huh metal metal electronic classic and rap <laughs> and then <laughs> so we'll, it was the only that exists, that exists and then we'll combine them we'll do new metal oh god well you should, should i do my jonathan davis Yes, like okay, I'm not going to do any more than that, but I am an expert at mocking Jonathan Davis. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish I was an expert at mocking uh, no, Fieldy. 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 <laughs> it's too bad they're still recording albums because then we could do a corn. Oh, my God. I don't want to listen to all of Korn's albums, man. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants anybody to do that. Well, would you rather listen to old corn or new corn? And I assume new corn is spelled N-U. Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay, we're going to stop with this goddamn <laughs> fucking... Uh, so I guess we shall start with... Uh, for, for, you know what, before we jump into each album, an overview of Devo. Because I think this band does not... It doesn't. They don't get enough respect. I think they deserve a lot more respect. They're kind of pioneers of electronic wackiness. Yeah, and I'll, it's, uh, it's bizarre. I'll... I'll get more into it on each album because I have I have things to say about their uh, place in the music world. But um, who would have thought Ohio would be one of the most uh, the state that produced two of the most prolific like electronic? Uh, well, who's the other one? Nine Inch Nails. I, didn't, I did not know Mr. Reznor was from Ohio. Yes, so uh, I'm sure he listened I to. Wanna- you like an animal. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sure you know he so he saw what Devo was doing and was inspired, and he's like, "Hey, not enough fucking." Yeah, I, I want I want to know what's in the water in Ohio that it produced Devo and Nine Inch Nails, and I don't ever want to go there and find out. But it's like Savannah, Georgia. Lots of good bands. Really? Don't want to go there. Wait, who's in Savannah, Georgia? Caius, Baroness, Mastodon. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, there's probably some other ones I'm leaving out. Yeah, but Devo, I do think is is pretty underrated. Uh, most people know them as Whippet. Well, they were more than Whippet. They, they aren't. Are, they are technically a one-hit wonder. Y- y- well, they had a beautiful world. It wasn't number one. Wasn't okay. Never mind. I I retract that. They are they are Whippet, and that's it. That's yes. That's a. I guess we live in a world where being number one isn't a big deal anymore. This long as you're prevalent, that's what. Yeah. Matters. So they they had songs that charted, but only Whippet reached that. We'll, we'll get to coveting. why. That upsets me, but I do think they're an underrated band. Uh, Mark Mothersboro, is that how you say his name? Mothersborg, Mothersboro. Uh, fuck. Mark, Mr. Mark. Mothersburg. Uh, Mothersburger. Uh, fuck. Okay, you know what? You know who he is based on all the times we've mispronounced his name. He has glasses. Uh, he's like a pro- proficient composer for stuff. I'll he's s- done all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Also, I think uh, if you're... I don't even know if me and you are in the same generation. Uh, but yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 32. You grew up watching Rugrats. You got your Mothersburg. Yeah, he fix. did the theme song. Yeah. yeah, he did the theme song for the Rugrats. He did the theme song for more recently, uh, Disenchanted. Is that what it's called? Disenchantment. Uh, oh, yeah, Netflix, yeah, yeah. Matt Groening. Yeah, it's a. I like the show actually. I'm actually a fan, and I love the theme song. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. The the, the theme song is good though. Uh, also, I guess his most recent would be Thor Ragnarok. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I also, we're going a little sidetrack. I also respect him because I was watching this thing about why, uh, scores are so, uh, and sound so similar and forgetful these days. And I've been saying that for a while. I mean, I'm sure everyone's been saying that, but recently I've been saying that. Yeah. There's a video where he talks about it, how directors, uh, or editors will cut scenes using music from other movies mm-hmm. and then they get used to it and they show it to the composer. They're like, make it this, make it. Sound oh, just like make it sound like that. So that's why it sounds so insidious. And he's like, I won't. He's good. Like, I re- he's like, I refuse to listen to whatever right. they cut the, you know, the movie to. He's like, everything's digital now. They can recut it or mm-hmm. whatever. I, I highly respect that motherfucker. Okay. Let's go. Let's go into, uh, First album, this is a Q, Are We Not Men? A, We Are Devo, 1978. Fucking no no keep going. Oh, oh sorry, you're, you're, good, you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alright, go ahead. Whatever. Pause. Okay. Whatever. whatever. We fucked it up. I fucking love that song. That's a goddamn. It's uh. <clears throat> I think is it is it safe to say 
that this album is generally regarded as the best among fans? Uh, I think so. I have it as their best in my personal. This is okay. Your, your personal favorite and their best. Yes. I fucking disagree with you so hard. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. We're off to a hot uh, we're, take already. We're, we're fucking off to a bad start because I love Devo and okay. This is a really good album. Okay. But I've always thought it was overrated. And, Whoa. I, and this is coming from a band Whoa. that I believe is underrated. No, you, you start off real hot for Devo. <laughs> I'm, put, I am hot for Devo. Yeah. But uh, I've listened to this album many times in my life. Okay. And I've, I've always heard that it's the best one. It's by far the best. And I, I went into it again. This time, you know what? Fuck all whatever bias I had in the past because I've always felt it was, you know, not, not as good as everyone else thought it was. And it's a good ass album. But fuck, man. I really hate Praying Hands and Space Junk. And they're right at the beginning of the fucking album. Oh, I love I love uh, every single track on here. Those, those two songs are the only songs I don't like on the album. And they're right at the beginning. Having said at, that, what? At least they get it out of the way. I don't early. see. That's the thing. I'd rather them put it at bad songs end. at the end because you're already into it. You're already you're into it. Cut it. Exactly. Or you're, you've already uh, accept you're, you're too into it to be to, to turn it off. Your attention okay. is already you've already invested something in it. OK. Um, I do think obviously that that intro uh, uncontrollable urges is so fucking good. And the following song is their cover of Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones, which I is one I, of your favorites. I think it's up there with one of the greatest covers of all time. It it changes us. It, it it what it does because I I don't like covers in general because it's I, I could just listen to the original. But when they when a band takes a cover and they fucking do their own thing with it, uh, I get very excited. And this is a Devo song. Put on yep. Satisfaction. Actually, we, okay. If you've seen any Scorsese movie, you've heard <laughs> this version of Satisfaction. Really, the this version in a Scorsese movie. Oh yeah, it's definitely in Casino. Damn, he this he just goes so hard on like Rolling Stones in general. Yeah, maybe that's why I can't. So if you don't recognize that drum, that little drum line already, you haven't heard this because this is fucking amazing. This does not sound like Satisfaction. This is a Devo song. Okay, so, uh, go ahead. Um, I do love that song. I think, like, even gut feeling. I'm kind of like stuttering all over the place because I, I wasn't prepared to talk about this album for some fucking reason. Uh, gut feeling is fucking incredible. Uh, Jocko Homo. Jo- love Jocko Homo. And to be completely fair, like the Mongoloid. The weird. The weird songs on this album. I really love like uh, too much paranoia and shrivel up Jocko Homo. They're just really wacky, really funny sounding, strange songs. Mongoloid uh, is a is like a I guess you can say one of the early hits. I don't know if you can call it a hit, but uh, it's a good song made from a piece of shit riff. I fucking hate the main riff. Really, it's so basic and boring, and anybody could have fucking written it. But they make it, it make it a good song, which is a testament to the their talent. Which that's I, that's part of why I like it. Um, I like the simplicity of uh of that that riff and how they this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I do like it, but I don't know. What do you think about it? 
Uh, obviously, I love it because I said their best album, of course, and my personal favorite. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, if this, I think they were too far ahead of their time. So at the time, this album did okay, and it was critically or it was critically panned. It was, oh, of course, of course. Yeah, it was not considered a good album, but like. Um, I know before they recorded this, like Bowie was like, this band is the future Iggy pop. And then Brian Eno mm-hmm. ended up producing the album and they actually did not get along Devo and Brian Eno. Really? Yeah. There were like clashes mm-hmm. Wait, during the recording of this album. Yes. Uh-huh. So, but I think that conflict made some good music for whatever reason. I think so. And then, uh, they later admitted that. They were kind of wrong that, you know, they should have listened some more to Brian. Really? Interesting. So, yeah, this could have been a a totally different sounding album in a alternate reality. Maybe I would have liked it. I'm kidding. It's no, it's a good album. I I, I, I am not shitting on it. I do. I, I appreciate that this is probably their best album for most people. Okay. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to cave. I'm not going to, I don't believe it is me. Uh, I, I will also say, I don't understand the album cover and I tried to like, <laughs> I just pictured it when you said that. I don't understand it either. It's a dude with a hat. I, I, I read about it. I still don't understand it. So, uh, a lot of their early shit is just, is very inside jokey. I feel like. Yes. A lot of it is inside jokey. The, uh, Obviously, art students, um, you know, this isn't anything new, but obviously the big thing with Devo is like, um, and I don't think people realized it yet because we're not quite at MTV, but it's like, they aren't rock stars. They're nerds. They're complete nerds. Uh, not off. I mean, I remember a long time ago, there was like an, some forum that I was reading. It was, uh, someone was asking how many Famous musicians wear eyeglasses, and they had Steve Albini, and that was it. Buddy Holly. Well, maybe that was the other one. Rivers Cuomo. Who? Uh, from from uh, Weezer. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Well, it, <laughs> no, that, it, definitely count. it definitely counts. Yeah, after. So there's like four, you know? Yeah. There's probably more now. I mean, that's a stupid question in retrospect. I don't even know why I brought that up. But uh, when, you, when a musician has eyeglasses, they seem like nerds well, so automatically. Especially back in the day now things yeah they're kind of things that are, are kind of hot now i guess cool yeah it's a little it's a little uh yeah anyway yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's a new uh, world it's yeah. a new world that's what i'm getting at so this is this is a great album i don't want to like brush past it just because i'm not a fan i mean i like it a lot but it just it feels like uh like they're, they're just regular songs with weird things thrown on top of them they don't feel like that's, like only only I think that's why I like it really yeah because only Jocko Homo and Too Much Paranoia are really weird. And I guess Satisfaction a little bit. Yeah. But the rest of them are just, you know, really pleasant kind of punk songs. Yeah. It's the, it's the term. I Well, I guess it wouldn't be proto-punk. It's punk adjacent. I'm going to yeah. use that. I'm going to use that term. I mean, it's, it's as punk as you're going to get. Because, I mean, especially during the 70s, punk was pretty much anything that wasn't arena rock. Well, also because um, in my research for this album, I was like, what was what was like popular when this album came out? Mm-hmm. And I was doing the research, a uh, lot of disco, 
Um, I think Queen and Bowie are probably like their their closest peers. Uh-huh. This is definitely punk then. If, if those are if that's what was happening. Yeah, and, it may not may not be the Sex Pistols, but it's definitely punk. Yeah, and then like yeah, rock is still kind of in that classic rock right. phase, except for Bowie and Queen. I'm sure there's other bands. Don't don't come at me about this, but in terms of pop music, it's like Bowie and Queen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, your personal favorite and what you consider the best, what most people consider the best. Yes. Good album. Definitely listen to it. Every, Not for me. Every song. Every song is. <laughs> Except for Brian Hans and. Space Chuck. Space Chuck is not great. You got your left hand. You got your right hand. So good. Real quick, because your impression, I wonder how many people think uh, I would walk 5,000 miles as a Devo song, because it's kind of similar vocals. Really? Oh, I hope not. And I would. And I will. No, I can't even do it. (laughs) Anyway, we're we're on to 1979. Duty now for the future. That's a tight ass snare drum. That is a tight ass song. Uh, you could bounce a quarter off that. Exactly. It's just like my ass. This <laughs> is my favorite Devo album. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, this album is the fucking shit. Oh, my God. This- I, I feel like we're in reverse roles. Really? Like, like in other podcasts, I feel like I would have picked. The odd one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, I, I heard this one a good a good while after I'd already liked Devo. Uh, and I thought, holy shit, this is, this is the genius band. This is, I feel like at their, their kind of creative peak and their most technically proficient peak. Like you listen to timing X. It's an instrument, really short, super short instrumental song that is just so driving and it sounds really difficult to play. And it's, it's just fucking really great. Like, <clears throat> Aside from Clock Out, which is the song you're just hearing, uh, pretty much the whole album sounds like 1950s sci-fi. It's really weird. It's it's the weird parts of the first album. It's the whole this is the whole album. Yes. I fucking love it. Yeah, I'm real boring about my uh opinion. Also, like I form my own opinions and then I look it up. I don't like Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm in the general consensus that this is a good album, but it's also like a growing pains, which, which I guess doesn't make sense because, uh, they kind of peak. So I don't know if it can be considered growing pains when you peak. Yeah. I don't consider this growing pains whatsoever. This, it feels super realized to me. It's really good. I think. I think the issue is I think everything on the first album is so catchy and this, there are good songs on here, yeah. but, but they're not catchy, which isn't no, yeah. necessarily a problem. They're, but they're no, you can't, it's not immediately accessible. It's far less accessible. There's, there's a lot more silly synths and stuff. It's like, they start getting yes. a little, they start getting real fucking wacky, 
which I think is fun, but I think the best example of this album in a nutshell is uh, SIB, Swelling Itching oh, Brain. Yeah. That's a weird song. It's fucking incredible. So this song, it the entire song is just uh, an ascending chromatic scale. So, uh, shit, man, how do I say that in like fucking- In normal terms? In normal, in normal people speak- it's escalating. It's escalating just one note after the other. It's the most basic any like you don't even know how to you don't have to know how to play an instrument to play this. To this, feel that tension yeah. on that song. It's, but it's it's such a basic, easy, nothing of a of a riff. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I heard it and I and I'm hearing this just this ascending and descending scale. And it's I thought this is like, what are they gonna do with this? This is fucking boring. This is nothing. And the way they elaborate. It just it just keeps adding and adding layers and elaborating until it's this really sick sounding campy horror sci-fi <laughs> song. And it's unbelievable how much they do with this simple nothing of a riff. Yes. It's it's mind blowing. I wish they did uh hold on to some some more of this. Hmm? The 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 weirdness. Yeah, the we- this is the last album where th- there's there's actual weird, interesting songwriting. It just kind of goes silly afterward. Yes. And part of that, I think they became, well, I'll wait. I'll wait for why I think that happened. Okay. But yes, it's, um, we still got some good albums left, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. They, they became like too aware or, I don't know. I, I feel like there's three different devos, and I think this is the second devo. The first one, uh, we're going to be covering, uh, is it a hardcore? Hardcore, a collection of the songs they recorded before they were signed. Yeah. So uh, we usually don't do non canon albums, but this is like, this long ass compilation is a whole different band. It is. So this is kind of like the second, the first and second albums are like the second version of Devo where there was just really smart songwriting. It's really, you could tell they were just kind of doing what they wanted and what they thought was cool. Yes. Uh, and this is why I feel like th- this is my favorite album. It's just, it's just all of that really it, tight. It's, I think, I think what part of that may be is that first album, they're in conflict with Brian Eno. Mm-hmm. This one may have, this felt more like liberating for them. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we've, we've made it and now we're not with the producer we're going to butt heads with, or at least nothing I read mm-hmm. about that. So this may have been like them, this kind of just doing the thing. Yep. Being diva all over the place. I do have to note that, uh, their cover of a secret agent man is pretty not great. I'm not a fan. I don't know yeah. who the fuck is singing it, but I wish she wasn't. Uh, it's definitely That's- not Mark. Oh, it's what Gerald? Gerald something? Gerald Casserole? Yes. Jared Casserole. Okay. Devo is also, we should have said this earlier, a band of brothers. I did I didn't even know that. Yes. I didn't even know that. Uh the two ca- casserole. Uh-huh. Casserole. <laughs> What's their actual name? <laughs> uh Bob and Gerald Castle. Oh, okay. And then Mark and I forget the other mother's bar, but you know, yeah, it's this mother's mother's bar and that's castle. Pr- they see that now. I even have a, a more affinity toward them. It seems sweet now. Yes, the the drummer is the only one who's not. Ah, he doesn't matter. That's that's not nice. I I'm think sure he does. Nice. But uh, <laughs> you know, the drums and Dio are actually really really fucking cool. They do get 
pretty weak later on, but we'll get there. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is my favorite, personal favorite, and it's time for 1980s Freedom of Choice. Everyone has to know this song. They just they just have to. This is a fuck man, this song is so good. I just wanna listen to this whole song now. Okay. Alright. So anybody who's ever heard Devo has probably heard that song. I I love that. I think that's my favorite Devo song. It's so fucking good. I almost made this album my personal favorite, but this I, is yeah. This is the, this is everyone's Devo. This is the Devo everyone knows. This yes. is the one with Whippet on it. Okay, this is yes. And now because they are so visually heavy, and now that MTV is a thing, now the rest of the world has caught up to Devo, mm-hmm. and they're like. What what it now they have the visuals to match the music that you probably only got if you were uh live or you sought out. I don't know how music videos went around before MTV, but you know, pretty much you had to seek it out where now it's presented to a major audience in a major way. Mm-hmm. This is uh I this is I what I think their best album is. I uh this is the first Devo I ever heard. I had it on vinyl when I first bought a record player when I was, I don't know, 12 or something. And listen to it on repeat. This is a, it's clean. It's robotic. It's fucking new wave as hell. Uh, the rock elements though, that they've always had are kind of taking a backseat. Um, it's really hard not to love this style. It's just so immediately catchy. It's the, probably like the perfect blend of rock punk and electronic music yeah it's a, uh, and it's this the, the is st- what this is their ultimate form yeah because it's not just the style uh the songs themselves are really simple but they're really they're deceptively intelligent like they're super simple but they have these really interesting moods and chord changes uh they're not fault they're not relying on them being a wacky new wave band they're just really strong songs that happen to be very simple. Yes, and that's the thing I like about um, Diva with their first four albums is there's variety. Yeah. And um, they're not, because a lot of people thought they were a joke band. Yeah, yeah. They, they like, certainly talk, they act like they were a joke band, but they're not. Yeah, like if you're a musician, like I think you, like you know, like well, sure, there's there's like funny things and they're very punny and yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know, I don't know how you could say it's a a joke band. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'll never understand why Whippet was chosen as the 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 single. Yeah, or, or like why it was why that was chosen to live on as, as Devo, because I mean, it's a good song, but it's not right. Like even the title track, like fucking girl you want. They're, they're all so, they're all so damn good. Yes. So 
I think uh, Gates of Steel. G- yep, exactly. Uh, I was listening to one of the I don't know the deluxe edition, and it had live tracks on there. Oh yeah, and they're playing I don't know whatever like the, the one of the themes or they're playing some other song, and then they start whip it, and then the crowd goes fucking batshit way more than the other songs because that's all the only song they fucking knew going in there, and that bothered me a lot. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, that would that would bother me too, especially if I was like following the band, and yeah. then you know, for fans who had been there all a while, and then it's just like they've got more songs. Yeah, than- they got better songs. They're they're a fucking good band, and it that that annoys me that everyone thinks that they're just whip it, but they're murder them. Uh, whip it is a good song. It is a good song. It is objectively, it's a good song. It's a damn good song, and I do think this is objectively their best album because it's it's. Well, I do think the last album was more of, a, of an intelligent band doing exactly what they're good at. This is, they took a left turn here and they went simpler, but it's, it reached a lot more people. Yeah. And I think that had to do with them being very visual driven and MTV coming around. If, if MTV wasn't a thing, I think their career would have been very different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do have to note that uh, <clears throat> Mr. B's ballroom is a piece of shit. I do hate that song. I think it's awful. <laughs> and it, but but here's the thing, like I said before, it's the second to the last song, man. So I just forgive it. Let it let it go right by. Let, let it wash it right over me. And also closing the album with Planet Earth. That's fucking brilliant because it's not like a happy, upbeat intro like, like the like a girl you want. It's kind of like it's a little dark. A, yeah, a little darker. You got your opener and your closer. It's it's yeah. so good. It's such a fucking good album. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, yeah. All right. So I guess we're gonna we're gonna move on to new traditionalists, nineteen eighty one. What a fucking letdown this intro is. <laughs> it's not a good opening it's song. It's a fucking bad. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not gonna talk. Much. I think I've had about enough of that. Uh, so their their decision to uh, to start the album with this song is uh, strange. I I hate to do this to you. Uh huh. Get that get that mix and finger ready. Why? We all know what the opener should have been. Yeah. Okay. You know. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. Of course. This should have been the fucking opener. Way better. So much better. This is a great fucking song, man. Yeah. Fuck, I'm just going to end up listening to this whole song, so I got to stop. This is a great fucking song. I don't know why they decided to start the album with that first piece of shit through being cool. Which I guess has its fans, which is weird to me. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to fuck things up for you. Okay. This is the worst album. I think this is the Whoa. worst album. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I, Whoa. I, I absolutely fucking did not like this album. If things didn't cost money, <laughs> I would flip this table we're recording on, all the equipment, oh. the computer. <laughs> oh, done. I, this is, 
I swear, man. A podcast, no more episodes. Dude, we've we our friendship has almost been destroyed so, so many times in our three episodes of this, but I think this is gonna be the one to do it. The first two episodes, I have the hot takes. <laughs> this, this one, yeah. This one, you think you know me and Mike? No, no. The tables have turned, but not literally because there's too much ex- expensive equipment. Yeah, you don't want to actually destroy all the shit. But I do think, whoa, this is their worst album. Not just because it has through being cool on it, which is a piece of shit song and the opener jerking back and forth. What we're just listening to right now, I believe is the only good song on the album. You don't like, you don't like beautiful world. I don't like beautiful world. And here's the thing. Beautiful world. It was in Futurama, which I, uh, it's actually a really fucking good joke in Futurama. Like the of course, people, of course there's a Devo reference of course. in Futurama. So I don't want to butcher it, but there is someone yells out, play whip it. And he's like, no. And then he says, play the other one. And then they start playing beautiful world, which yeah. I thought was, that's fucking very funny. It's, Rolling into it right there. It's a very Futurama Devo. Yeah. Uh, um, joke, but, uh, I, I will say, I, um, the thing that kind of turned this album around for me is I was reading about it and uh, the their tour for it sounded insane. Like I'm reading about how they were, except the drummer, they were all on treadmills. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I, I read like they recorded a lot of it on film, but it got destroyed. But there was this old sketch comedy show, Fridays, and I looked that up. And I was like, whoa, that so much like I think they have a live version of this album that I should know, but I didn't write down for some reason. I would I would fuck with the live album, the live album. Really? More than I think there is a certain energy with them live doing these songs that you don't get in the studio (laughs) for whatever reason. And that is a detriment. It, I wouldn't call it a super strong album, but I feel like I muddied the waters by looking up that live Friday. Right, right, right. Because, yeah, I put jerking back and forth over the top for me. Um, was it Race of Doom? Oh, fucking hate that song. Oh, I love the oh. per- I love the percussion on that. Oh, it, th- that's the thing. That's one of those songs where I. It has so many parts in it that I thought would make me like the song, but most of it just infuriates me. Yeah. Uh, also, they were supposed to have their cover. There's a lot of Devo songs we're not really going to cover because they are not on albums. Like, um, uh, Be Stiff mm-hmm. is like a staple, but mm-hmm. it's not on. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. so... um. But they were supposed to have working in a coal mine. Right, right. But the album thought, again, Devo's whole thing, the album thought it was a joke. They're like, we're not going to put that. Yeah. And then it ended up being on the heavy metal soundtrack, the crazy. Oh, yeah. The titty, the titty movie. Titty movie. Yeah. And it was the only song on the album to chart. Wow. Oh, so that the, the Yeah. Uh, record companies like this is a joke song ends up on a compilation album only most popular song on a compilation album and it, I still think it's a piece of shit album <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I do. Th- I do think it's bad. No, but go on. No, yeah, yeah. not at all I kidding. Th- actually, I just thought it was, you know, a uh, an interesting little story about working in a coal mine. It is. It's yeah. A, yeah, because I've always known that. Well, I've known about their cover about of that song for a long time. I didn't realize there was a whole thing behind it. Yeah, so it was supposed to be on this album. Hmm. That wouldn't have changed it for me. No, I don't it wouldn't think, have. No, no. Because, one song's not going to swing it for you. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm unreasonable. We've established this. It, it's the when. Okay, I listened to it three fucking times. Whoa. It, it. When I heard it, it was like they suddenly forgot how to make a good song. Aside from jerking back and forth, like the good songs in here or the good parts, they feel like accidents. They feel like they're a bad band that like holy shit they landed on a good riff finally. Uh. Like really good verses are almost always paired with these really uneventful course courses or vice versa. Like uh Love Without Anger or the super thing, it has like really cool verses and then it just goes into nothing or goes into these bland ass parts that feel like anybody could have written. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I you know, I wasn't sold on this album right away, but I think also because we listen to a whole discography too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I have to make decisions. Yep. <laughs> this is very hard for us. Yes. Do you understand? Regarding discographies. And this is not. Oh man. I I believe it is. The fucking it's, vocals. It's not, they're so lazy. They're barely even sung. It's not as good. I will give you that. It's not, it's not even in the same ballpark no. as the first three. I yeah. will give you that. But okay. Their worst album. We'll, we'll we'll get to what you think the worst album is, all right? But but what this what made me sad about this one is because this was like the first album where uh, Mark really stopped doing his quirky highs and his wiggly vibratos, where he would just go, where you do a lot of that kind of shit. It, he it's kind of like just I miss those. Yeah, uh, he's just kind of talking on this album. Yeah, it's be, barely even singing because those wacky vocals added like versatility to the songs also um yeah we'll get to this they're they said it very early on in their careers that they you know did not really want guitars to be part of the band at one point and they uh followed suit this is this is a straight new wave this is pretty new wave yeah the guitars are more prevalent and again that goes back to my theory that despite all the wacky electronicness i still think they are a guitar driven band yeah yeah you could play these songs on guitar like yeah and uh when we get to hardcore i've been trying not to talk about it but i think that those songs are are very raw but because the guitar is the groundwork for most of the songs mm-hmm. on that album I think that shows too why they need guitars. Mm-hmm. So I think this is their worst album. Most people don't. This is a this is a very controversial opinion I'm throwing out here. Yes. Every song felt. I guess it's also a huge letdown compared to Freedom of Choice, which was smart songs uh, under the under the guise of this simple new wave. This is just the new wave, and there's no smart writing behind it. It really it bothered me a lot. Yes, and uh, I I totally get what you're saying because I feel that way about other albums. Okay, so I think it's time to move on to what do we got here? Uh, oh no, it's Devo, or oh no, it's a new Devo album that no one. Nineteen eighty two. Nineteen eighty two. 
fuck you. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. As you can hear, it uh it got real 80s. It got man. Okay. So, what give me some words, Alex. Okay. So, I've been laying the groundwork for this. We're in full Almost full de-emphasized guitar. Yeah. They are not the focus anymore. No. I I guess that's good is a good song. I, I, I guess. Yeah. You know, and, you know, they had said they they recorded this album in an attempt like, oh, if like a bunch of fascist clowns recorded an album, what would it sound like? Uh-huh. And it's just... Okay, sure, that's a good jumping off point, but if your conclusion is if you're too into that mm-hmm. and you're not making it listenable, right. who is this album for? Okay, so this is my least favorite album, and I do think it is actually a better album than New Traditionalist, but I, I hate it more. I don't. I like how on this Devo episode, usually we do our personal favorite, our favorite, and then we just do worse album. Mike is doing his least favorite and worse up in it to, to four here. <laughs> no, no, I usually do. I usually do. It's four because I, oh, okay. I, don't, I don't always think that my my the one I hate the most is their worst. I think that's fair. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think it's a better album, but I do hate it more. And here's the okay, I'm like let's real talk for a second here and get close to the mic i am a hyperbolous man all right i exaggerate i exaggerate goddamn everything i'm loud i make shit up and i i i I make things a fucking spectacle when they don't need to however i there was no hyperbole i'm not exaggerating not one bit when i tell you that speed racer is the worst song i've ever heard in my life whoa i fucking hate this song so much. Oh my! I'm getting I'm getting a little sweaty. Okay, it, I I will say in contrast to you, it takes it takes me a lot to hate a song. <laughs> I will listen to songs and be like, "That's bad." I don't care for it. When I was listening to Speed Racer, I was just kind of like, "Uh, it's kooky." It yeah, it's kooky. I it's, guess that's the nice. That's a very nice way to put it. Okay. Put it this way: When I first heard it, I was in my car, actually saying out loud, "What the fuck is this? What? It, why, why?" And then on my second listen of it, my stomach actually sank. I got anxiety <laughs> when it came on because because of how much I knew I was gonna not enjoy the next few minutes. And then I listened to this album a third time just because I had to make sure wow. that this is yeah. my least favorite. When it came on, I was as soon as it started, I started like kind of laughing a little bit. And smiling, and then within about ten seconds, I yelled out to no one, "Fuck this song!" And I skipped it. I can't take it. This—it's because of this song that this is my least favorite album. <laughs> hey, man! Now I think it's time we—I think we should put on a little bit, just because. Okay, fucking... yeah, you've talked it up. People need to hear. 
but don't put too i'm gonna take my fucking headphones off actually (laughs) okay yeah and i don't know all this uh all this cue you up like okay we've heard enough of this song you're gonna put the whole thing on aren't you just from beginning to end no because you know we got i value our listeners time (laughs) oh my god i can hear a little bit of it I hate this so much. Alright, I think. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Please, please. Okay. The, okay, the thing you said earlier where you're like, it's just generic synth music. I'm jumping the shark a little because to me, it's kind of hard to talk about one album because like you said, there's like different devos. Um, yes. Th- it, and it goes back to, like I always say, what do you find more offensive? Something truly awful or something that's this not boring and memorable. And to me, that's, that's where we're at. It's this, to me, there's not really anything like, offensively bad i'm not uh is as worked up as mike is but like it's just it's just there i'm not like interested in anything i don't stop and pay attention to anything it's just it's just right right so the reason why i say it's a better album than the last is because right we've actually spent a lot of time talking about diva and we have a lot of albums left um i do (sighs) Cause it has like, like, like peekaboo patterns, big mess, deep sleep. Like there's a lot of good songs on here that, that sound like, Oh shit. That's, that's a little bit. It sounds like more thought was put into those songs than a, most of them on the last album. And even the bland songs, they're, they're bland and they're boring, but they're not offensive. Speed racer is ruined. It, it <laughs> fucking upset me. It, yes. it gave me real anxiety. Like, I hate it so much. Even right now, I'm still trying to recover. It's, I did enjoy the, like when I skipped the song, the last time I heard it, I found myself actually enjoying the album significantly more than the last one. Oh, uh, wow. But it, it is still my least favorite because I, of that fucking song. I listened to it twice and it was just like, it's an album. It certainly is. That's my review. It's an album. Okay, so moving on, we're going to like speed past these because we got a bunch left and we're at 45 minutes. Yeesh. So this is uh, 1984, Shout. So far, not great. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Let's enough of that. Shout. Okay. I don't got much to say about this album. I have a few things. To okay. Say. Please because do. Because I will say uh, thank you, Devo fans and Devo, for being a well documented band. Because I feel like I I have there's insights on the albums because a lot of times 
you listen to a bad album and you're just kind of like, what? What the hell is happening? What, what happened here? What's happening? Here? Yeah. So what if I told you this album took 10 months to Shut record? Shut the fuck up. Why? What about this took? T- I didn't like it, guys. That's, that's why I'm getting upset. So why? Why? Well, I have this is their worst album. You, this is your worst album. Okay. Worst album right. for me. Took 10 months. I think the reason is there's a new digital sampling synth called the Fairlight CMI. Okay. The band is completely obsessed with it. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> also, no Mark's mother, mother's ba. It's Gerald Castle doing the vocal. Really? So that Do, explains why I hate it. Well, I mean, the- Mark is on this album, but he's not doing the lead vocals. Okay. It's all, it's all Gerald. He has the weaker voice of the two in case you couldn't tell by my uh, reaction. Yes. And this album broke the band mm. fucking ruin them really uh commercial failure critical failure mm-hmm. wb dropped the band damn uh caused the band to go on a four-year hiatus <laughs> holy shit <laughs> uh gerald when asked about it on twitter said uh, it's too painful to talk about holy shit oh that's making me sad now but also admitted the fascination with the Fairlight was their downfall. Like they're just obsessed with the synth in that. They, it, we are full blown self indulgent Devo on Shout. Yeah, they are so obsessed with sounding futuristic and getting rid of guitars that the set songwriting is just it's not sound writing. It's it's uh you know it's just. They're trying just, to push the boundaries, but forgetting how to write good songs. That's what I've been saying about their past three albums. <laughs> Sorry, yes, two albums. I, I think that's my general feeling about uh, this album, the previous album, and the the next album. Yeah, here's the thing: like I, I didn't. Even though it's thirty minutes, it drags like a motherfucker. It feels long. It feels real long, and that's one thing. Hold on, I, we skip past it. Essentially, every Devo album is like thirty minutes long. Big fan. Big fan of that. Yes. Oh, yeah. It makes it real easy to fucking this, cram their entire discography yes. in a week. <laughs> this week, I I think that's why I kind of dug a little deeper because yeah. it's like, oh, that's it. But here's the, I didn't hate this album, actually. I just didn't want to really? hear it again. I didn't hate it. Really? It just didn't like it. It didn't fucking piss me off like the last one, like the last two did, really. It just, it was just background new wave to me. The only good thing to come out of this is the music video for Are You Experienced continuing the trend that they have a cover. Every, yeah, yeah, it's uh, a bad cover too. And then, yeah, and even though we're talking about albums, I'm talking about the music video here because it's Devo. It's Devo, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Like, it's people, like, kind of mutating, like they're in a lava lamp. Jimi mm. Hendrix comes out of his grave to play a fucking guitar solo. It's great. <laughs> it's a great music video, so. But the album sucks, and it's your worst album. It's not. Yes, it's not. Uh, it's not worth it for, for one cool music yeah. video. Yeah. Okay. We got ten minutes left. We're gonna, we're gonna go over obviously, but we're gonna try to get through the rest. Uh, this is uh, 1988. Four years later, Total Devo. Speed it the fuck up. Oh, wow. Look at that. That I thought it couldn't get any more 80s. Jesus. 
and I will explain to you and the listeners why it's so 80s. All right. Uh, go ahead. Explain away. Okay. So basically everything we've been saying, they are obsessed with sounding electronic, mm-hmm. but now the issue with Total Devo is it's 1988. We have new wave. Everyone sounds like Devo now. Yeah, exactly. It's the height of new wave. And then, like I talked about earlier, we got Trent Reznor, Nine Inch yeah. Nails is coming up. Ministry is big. Yeah, they're actually kind of threatening sounding, yeah. at least. Not, I, mean, I realize people. it's different, but they're, my point is it's bands who work with electronics and, are, and synths and are doing it well. Yeah, yeah. And now there's not really a place for Devo. And you would think four years later, after being dropped by their label, not touring, uh, they would have learned their lesson. No, they're still obsessed with that sin. Yeah. The, yeah. The fair light. They are still obsessed with it. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> the, the synth that broke them up. Pretty much. The drummer, the drummer, <laughs> he left. He's like, I'm done. Dude, the, the synthesizer is their Yoko. Yes. I... It's very appropriate too that a machine, <laughs> like not a person, it's it's so Devo that a machine. Which one of them fucked it? Probably Mark. Okay, right? Mark yeah, he's the, the, his glasses. He's the biggest nerd. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And also, like because because um, Devo is so like uh like I said, well documented. I don't even think they like this fucking album because people post like set lists from the tour. They're only playing like two songs off of it. And, and here's the thing. This is a 45 minute album. They're this lo- is the longest. Yeah. This is, this is unheard of for, for Devo. It's fucking long. And my honest opinion is that I think this would be a pretty good album if it was shorter. Uh, it might be. It I, might be. I, I, <sighs> like I said, you think they would have learned their lesson with the last one. Okay. First of all, I'm going to, I'm going to call back to a preview. This is going to be a, a consistent theme that I fucking hate rock and roll. They cover Don't Be Cruel, which is, uh, what, who the fuck does that? Uh, something Otis Redding? I don't know who the fuck Otis is. Uh, that? Hey, it's a rock and roll cover and sucks. Fuck it. Also, uh, Sexy Love and Blow oh. Up. They end the album with the two silliest pieces of shit I've ever fucking heard from the band. And not silly in a good way. No. It's- no. And they're long. They're, lo- they're like fucking five minute songs each. And they're so bad. It's really upsetting. Uh. I think it would have been an okay album if it just if it just fucking wasn't so long. Didn't have these ridiculous. They keep insisting on the silliness, and it doesn't work. It, it's it kind of hasn't worked since Freedom of Choice. Yeah, it's just I don't know. They they are in disarray right here, and um, I don't think they, they keep pushing though. So okay, we're done with that one. We're on to nineteen nineties. Smooth noodle map. I think it's smooth needle maps. Or is it smooth noodle? I thought it was noodle. I, <laughs> it shows how much we give a shit about this album. It is noodle. <laughs> I put needle because I'm an idiot and I also not paying attention at all. It's noodle. It's noodle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Devo. Okay. Okay. So my, on my notes, which I haven't looked at since I listened to this album, the very first line in all caps, it says, thank Christ. It's only 34 minutes. So that 
I guess is how I feel about the album. Yeah, I guess we're going to we're going to be pretty short about this one, because, again, I have nothing to say about this album that we haven't already said that it's this uninspired, boring. It's just there in the background. And again, again, on the tour, they are only playing two songs off the album. Here's the, here's the thing. I've noticed this for the past few albums. They have like a lot of more serious songs, less wackiness, less silliness. And those ones I actually kind of like. I think uh, post post modern man has fucking acoustic guitars in it, which I've never heard in Devo ever, yeah. and that that kind of and it, the production in this album I gotta admit is pretty damn good. Like the vocals have never been this clear in their entire yeah. output. It sounds good. The serious songs are okay, but they still put silly bullshit on here, and it fucking it makes it, it just unbearable. No, they they again it goes back to that issues like okay it's the 90s now and people are making good electronic music and you guys can't just get by on that gimmick you have to write good songs like at some point someone had to have suggested hey remember when we made all this weird complicated music well no because again going back to the guitars because they're like yeah that's right you de-emphasize the guitars do not they work really well. You should have bought them back. Ah, oh, goddamn. Okay, we're done with that. None of us fucking like <laughs> due to time restraints and that album being real boring, real forgettable. Yeah, we we should mention that uh, uh, this and Total Diva are this such shams of albums. They're not even available on streaming services. They're not. Yeah, we had, we had to uh, find other means to. <laughs> Who the fuck finds other means nowadays? That's neither here nor there. <laughs> Alex, what have you done? Alex, what have you done? <laughs> hey, uh, you know. I did it too. Dude, dude, <laughs> I'm not going to fucking buy these albums. Are you fucking kidding me? And here's the thing. I still think New Traditionalist is their worst album. That's insane <laughs> to me. We just went through like three albums or four, three or four albums of they're boring all, exactly unforgettable crap that i only put over because of music video pretty much <laughs> the reason it's just these are all it's like that album there was no excuse to be that bad they were still really good they still you, you knew they knew how to make songs still but it was just so bad this one all kinds of shit happened the world happened and Devo sucks now. And that's why these albums suck. I will I will say I don't find that these albums are unlistenable. That's exactly why. Anyway, yeah. But it, this is almost more offensive where it's like Muzak, where it's, it's elevator music. It's pretty bad. It's there yeah. in the background and you don't you don't remember anything. OK, let's move on to the comeback. This is how many years later? 10 years later? No, it's 20 years later. What the fuck am I talking about? 20, 20 years later. 20 years this is a, uh, and longer if you think they haven't recorded a good album. Dude, then shots fired. This is a 2010's something for everybody. This song is fucking awesome. Really? I fucking love this song. Oh, we're, we're, are we gonna fight now? Or are we- no, we're not gonna fight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck,
Yeah. Uh, I actually really enjoyed that song, but that is all I enjoyed about this album. Really? That is the only thing about this album that I remotely enjoyed. I, okay. Obviously, this album's better than yes, yes. their last outings. The last many outings. Yes. And even though there's a large gap between recording these or an album, the band was still touring. There wasn't, I don't think there was any any drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would record music for soundtracks and uh, things like that. Um, I don't, I just can't imagine throwing like, this sitting around like hey let me throw on something for everyone no this is okay this album it was very disappointing it has a weak songwriting but it's just boring which i do believe is a step up from rage inducing like all the other albums like it's it's less it's it's even less offensive than the less offensive albums there's nothing wrong with it i guess it's boring and kind of my main problem with the album is it sounds like every song is the same tempo Mm. and there's no like there's potential to have catchy hooks there again yeah but to me every song this sounds like the previous song they all sound the same except for that first one which i i thought was when i first heard it i had no idea what to expect going in and I thought, oh no, this is good. Yes, they're they're doing good stuff again. And then, nah, nope, nope. Following song, immediately the second song, I was I was upset. I was like, oh, I, no, this is this is what the album. I kind of like those weird. It's what we do vocals. Uh, but yeah, anything I like on this album, it's not like it's. I don't. It doesn't stand out. No, uh, it's bland. I will say they got. I don't know the guy's name. The guy from Bird and Bird and the Bee to producer. And I respect that guy as a producer. It sounds great. Yeah. And uh, also Santi Gold produced two tracks. Who's that? Uh, she's like a, a rapper, singer chick. She's really good. Interesting. Yeah. You should listen to her. Yeah. 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 But not this album ever again. I, I, would, I would listen to, I mean, I would listen to this a hundred times before they're, they're middle schlog of a career. See, I don't even feel that strongly about it i don't feel they all can blend into one nothing for me as much as i love devo i I, I just i don't care about any of these albums i think because also it's it's newer so it sounds a little more fresh where the the other ones are are dated very those are because here's what i thought about about uh oh no it's devo which was my worst my, my least favorite is it it sounds like a parody of 80s of the eight, like if someone today was parodying the eighties, it would sound like that album. Yes. And that, that was not a parody. That was them being themselves or whatever the fuck they were doing. Well, no, that's not the, that's the, uh, let With, me double check my notes. Yeah. That's the, them trying to oh, sound right, like right, right. fascist clowns. Well, still they fucking suck. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're, we're like way over, but fuck it, man. This is what we do. I guess I don't even know what track, I meant by that. Track number two. That's why you said it. It's what we do. Oh, that's right. Oh my god. Holy shit. That was see. I shouldn't have said anything, and it would have sounded like I did it on purpose. Yes. Anyway, so this is our bonus thing. This is a compilation. This is uh, this was your recommendation. You should talk about it. Yes. So because the uh, this had a mano- manageable discography, and I also saw that they did uh, some live. 
uh, a live concert for these uh, um, for these songs. This is a collection of their early songs. Mm-hmm. They're very minimal minimalistic. I'm this. I'm gonna throw on uh, Mechanical Man for you guys real quick. This this give you a taste. Yeah. This is a hardcore released in 2013. Yes, it's two albums of their early cuts uh, thrown on. So maybe I, maybe I should have fast forward. Maybe be a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we could talk over this. Yeah, but um, this was so refreshing to me. I um, it's two albums combined in one, so it's it's long. It's two hours long. Yeah, it's pretty long. Um, but I was this another one that like solidified. Okay, they're a guitar band because yeah. this is a very um, very minimalistic. Sometimes you can't even hear the drums on this. Yeah, yeah. It's, a lot of the recordings are pretty demo recordings. You know, garage yeah, recordings. but it, to me, it's so it's so much more interesting, and you just don't get that's that's the other issue with their nothing's weird anymore. Yeah, it's just acceptable. It's, so that's still the same song. Yeah, I remember this too. Like I heard this many times growing up. I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know. Where, this might have been out for a while. I don't know when they officially released yeah. it. So this is, this is the first Debo we talked about like an hour ago. How there's three Debo's. First two albums are the second one. This is what they were. This yes, this is their first reincarnation or not reincarnation this is the like, first carnation for, yeah first form before uh, Goku comes in beats him up and yeah, then they move exactly. on yeah uh, and then they became even more perfect yeah or whatever okay um, so, okay, I, yeah. I know there's a lot of rock and roll there's <laughs> how do you feel about that okay so I didn't enjoy most of this I appreciated the fuck out of it though like Every one of these songs, I, I kind of respect and I and I appreciate for what they do, but I don't enjoy listening to it. This is the, the there's a lot of music that I feel that way about. Like a uh, good example is is the band Deerhoof. Okay, I love like two or three albums, but the rest of it I could I don't want to listen to. But I respect everything they're doing. And I like what they're doing. I I'm glad they're around. Fair. That's how I feel about this album or this compilation. Yeah, I really to me. It- like I said, it was so, and why I recommended that uh, you give it a listen because to me it was just so refreshing. Like, oh, you guys are are still weird. Yeah, they were actually weird. And there's no one producing you. It's just, and then yeah, I thought that was cool that because uh, Bob Bob Castle had passed away in mm-hmm. 2014, uh, this was like part of you know doing a show to raise some money for his family mm. and uh yeah I, th- I thought that's just a cool thing for them to die deep dive right and you know get these songs some exposure um but yeah it to me it's it's this a good good listen uh, and, it's and fucking yeah, weird yeah y- yeah you get the weirdness and these also you get the the slack of well these are this demos yeah yeah also, but, anyway, like plus the, the 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 songs that eventually went on to be on the first two albums. Oh yeah, you hear these the early versions. They're kind of the same. They're like almost identical. That's what I'm saying. All they did was add bells and whistles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clock out uh, from the second album. That one is actually just way slower. Yeah, but, but satisfaction, Jocko Homo, Mongolia, those are all exactly the same. Yep. 
it's it, it's it's absolutely worth a listen if you're interested in Devo. I mean, it's called hardcore, so I guess you you know what you don't even have to be a hardcore if you're just a fan, which I think most people I don't think anyone likes that middle to late game. I don't think the, yeah. Yeah, even, even there's always a someone, but I don't believe that person exists. Yeah, just just go. Your dogs it, are going ape shit. Huh? Yeah, I don't know what's going on, but uh, it's not a podcast unless there's been some comments made about the dogs Absolutely. going crazy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know, you could this, you could uh, well, not if you're Mike, you can listen to new traditionalists <laughs> and then throw on hardcore. I think it works better, better like that. Yeah, it's an interesting listen. I think I think it's actually worth it. So just to recap the whole episode we've been at this for over an hour i think i'm glad that we've dived so deeply into devo i think they deserve it even though there's a lot of it i fucking hate yes i do think they're still underrated um i don't know what they're real quick uh i i saw them at a racetrack for free i don't know why (laughs) it was free that's making me sad now i'm sad now it was amazing i wasn't like too into them but like that's why i went because it was free yeah and it wasn't like crazy or anything i was like what, what this? Yeah, they're old now they're in the fucking 60s 70s yeah they're they're pushing 70s Fuck, man. but uh yeah to to recap my my their best my favorite is q are we not men answer we are devo uh worst worst album shout shout worst and uh personal personal least favorite yeah i'm just combining the category hey man that, that is that is and because i was boring uh, i said it earlier favorite song because of the the doom riders heavy metal version girl you want that is a good ass fucking cover you showed it to me before we started we started recording uh and that's a that's an amazing fucking song man god damn okay so my personal favorite 1979 is duty now for the future it then with their pinnacle, wacky, fucking smart, and uh, and raw all into one. Yeah, what I think is the best, freedom of choice, nineteen eighty. It's the one everybody knows, the one everybody likes, but it's deceptively smart and it's it's really catchy. Uh, I think there's their absolute objective worst, new traditionalist, a, a controversial opinion. Yeah, I you're get fucking it. Fucking wrong. Right. <laughs> and you're getting a little. I see you getting your fist balled up. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you to put it down. I I don't like it. All right, I think it's the worst. All I'll, right, I'll put my shirt back on, please, or not. You know, it's all good. <laughs> what my my least personal least favorite is Oh No It's Devo 1982 because of the piece of shit speed race that I will fucking never <laughs> listen to again. Uh, anyway, that is going to be it for another episode of Every Album Ever. I really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you could do that at at Pope Jesse Ventura, Alex. At Mother Puncture. And if you're interested in uh, my video game musings, I have a website based around uh, video game journalism called notvideogamereviews.com, yada, yada, yada. Uh, if you want to suggest any artists for us to bicker about, go ahead and do that at everyalbumever at gmail.com. We're going to close it out with a Devo a- song. Alex's pick. And Damn. I was, I was going to pick. I was going to pick. Oh, okay. okay. Hold on. What were you going to pick? Should I just play it and override you completely? That would be very rude. I would respect it, though, because I've had one in mind since we started <laughs> listening to Deep. You piece of shit. This is not what I would have chosen. I just wanted to give something some love that wasn't on an album. I do think it's a bad intro for people listening to Devo for the first time. However, 
we're going to go with it. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>